Fam, how are you doing? Thank you for checking out this episode and in today's episode and the upcoming episodes I want to share with you um, my biggest learnings from a book that I've been reading recently. It's called The New Psycho-Cybernetics and it's a book that changed my life literally and it changed the lives of over 30 million people already so i thought you might as well profit from this book as well and i created um, a summary of the book so in today's episode and the upcoming episodes i will talk about my, my it's it's a master class of the psycho cybernetics book so um it talks about mindset how your mind works and how you can operate your subconscious to work for you and much much more so stay tuned i left my nine to five to build my own million dollar business the real question is how will i do it without vc funding or debt you completely from scratch this podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply and share marketing strategies to grow my online business using only affiliate marketing. My name is Pascal Kurz and welcome to Affiliate Marketing Secrets. I'm going to walk you through my book notes from this book and this book literally it, it can change your life if you apply everything. So I really want to share this with you. And like always, if you're watching this live, drop a hashtag live. If you're watching this on a replay, drop a hashtag replay and make sure to smash that love button so more people can see this live. And so let me just share my screen here and then we can get started. Like I said, we're going to talk about the Psycho-Cybernetics Masterclass and it's part one. All right, there we go. This is sorted. All right, there we go. Now I just need to share my screen and then we're ready. <laughs> okay share there we go so like i said what i want to talk with you about is the new psycho cybernetics it's the updated version from maximum Maltz, and it's updated by dan kennedy most of you should know dan kennedy he's one of the og copywriters marketing genius and um Anyway, he updated this book because he's using the psycho-cybernetic techniques himself to that. He used the techniques to get him where he is right now. Anyway, um, so I want to go and walk you walk you through all the the notes that I make uh, I made from this book, so you can learn from it. And after I finished. I will share this as a PDF with you. So yeah, anyway, let's get started. Chapter one, the self-image, your key to li living without limits. And I, I wrote down a quote here, understanding the psychology of the self can mean the difference between success and failure, love and hate, bitterness and happiness. 
The discovery of the real self can rescue a crumbling marriage, recreate a faltering career, transform victims of personality failure. On another plane, discovering the real self means the difference between freedom and the compulsions of conformity. So in essence, this understanding this can make the difference between success and failure, which is pretty powerful if you think about it. And he talks about um, the self-image and he says that each and every one of us carries a self-image and it's our own conception of the sort of person I am. So um, when you, let's, let's say for, a, for example, you have been told in school that you're bad at math or you thought that you're bad at math because you had a bad grade or something, then this is your own conception of the sort of person you are. I am bad at math. And it's built from our own beliefs, it's mentally constructed, and the self-image controls what you can and cannot accomplish. I, let me repeat that again because it's so important. The self-image controls what you can and cannot accomplish. And you will act like the sort of person you conceive. Okay, there's conceive. No. You, act, you will act like the sort of person you conceive yourself to be, and you literally cannot act otherwise. The self-image is the foundation upon which your entire personality, your behavior, even your circumstances are built. And important, you can sell, uh, change your self-image. Once the concept of the self is changed, other things consistent with the new concept of self are accomplished easily without strain. So, um, Lackey, there's a famer, famous um, who was um, talking about personality self-image um, at first, his name is, uh, last name was Lackey, and he said that the personality is a system of ideas, all of which must be consistent with each other, and ideas that are consistent, inconsistent with the system are rejected, not believed, and not acted on and ideas that are consistent with the system are accepted. So if somebody tells you something that is inconsistent with your system, this idea is getting rejected, while something that is consistent with your system is being accept accepted. And your self-image must be a reasonable approximation of you, otherwise it won't work. So. And he goes on and he talks about the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is really just a goal-striving mechanism. It's your automatic built-in goal-striving machine. When you present it with success goals, and it then it functions as a success mechanism. When you present it with, a negative, with neg negative goals, and then it functions as a failure mechanism. And so it must have a clear-cut target or objective or problem to work upon. And stick with me here. We will get into this in more detail later. Um, if it doesn't make sense to you right now, I will explain it to you. So the goals you attempt to convey to this mechanism are filtered through the self-image, as we have seen here in the personality thing. And... If they are inconsistent, they are rejected or modified, right? So by discovering 
how to alter your self-image, you end its conflict with your goals. Just to give you an example, if you have the goal of making 10,000 per month and you conceive yourself to be a person that is not eligible or able to make 10,000 per month, then you won't make 10,000 per month. And most likely you have heard people saying that mindset is like 80% of the everything, right? And here you can see this is all about your mindset and your creative mechanism uses the information and data that we feed into it, our thoughts, beliefs, and interpretations. So um, the mental training exercises he gives you after chapter one is to pick someone to study for a month um, with the traits you would like to have and you get, and get so intimately, intimately familiar with how the person thinks that you can sit down and have a conversation with a person and solicit advice and coaching in your imagination. So chapter two, he talks about how to awaken your automatic success, success mechanism within you. So we humans have a success instinct and it's our creative imagination. The conscious mind with a conscious mind decision and imagination it com communicates a target or goal to your self-image and this equals work order instruction to your server mechanism. So by making a conscious mind decision and imagining that th uh, this is already true, this communicates a target or goal to your self-image and then you create the work order instruction with, um, to your server mechanism. So Napoleon said, imagination rules the world. And he has been training the military strategies in his imagination to like years before he went on in, in his first battle. So imagination applied purposefully can effectively program your self-image and in turn your, automat um, turn your automatic success mechanism to realize whatever goals you choose. So let me explain how this works. You have a mechanical goal-seeking advice. It's a guidance system and an electronic brain. It's actually kind of like a computer that we use. So the subconscious is kind of like a computer that we use. And the conscious mind is to give it, feed it with um, targets or goals. So it works kind of like a guided missile with zigzag movements. It grapes its way towards its goal. And when it receives negative feedback, that means when it gets off course, it reacts and gets back on course. When, when it receives positive feedback, that means that it's doing the right thing already and nothing happens, right? So the automatic mechanism uses feedback data. It's, it corrects its course until the goal is reached. It stores the information and with enough experiences, then it becomes second nature. And he mentions the example of picking up a pencil. So when a baby without stored information and data wants to pick up a pencil, it does the exact same thing with zigzag movements, tries to pick up the pencil until it reaches the pencil and it tries to pick it up. And the more often you do this, um, the more data you feed to your server mechanism, which makes it much easier the more you do it, which in the end, when it becomes second nature, it's effortless, right? 
And this works with, with everything. When you just imagine um, back when you were driving car, a car for the first time or a bicycle, exact same thing. You were doing zigzag movements and with enough data failures, essentially, you fed the data to your server mechanism and, knew, and then it knew what was not working and what is working. So like it says here, it then repeats the successful action as a habit. So that's why when you want to pick up a pencil, you already have all the stored data and experiences. You just go and pick it up without even thinking about it. And the same applies to when you're playing some kind of sports. Um, so when somebody throws a ball, then you don't have to think about consciously where the ball will end up being. You just do this and like without thinking about it, right? It's, it's, it just repeats the successful action as a habit. So the brain finds answer to problems. Um, how the brain finds answer to problems is it's a scanner in your brain that roams through the brain until the information is recognized. So let me give you an example. When you see someone and you cannot remember the name and you're like, shit, what was this person's name again? And what you essentially do is you send the scanner off for a search. And whenever you, you, you come up with, ah, this is his name, then you know the server mechanism just gave you this data, found the data and gave it to you. It's kind of like an internal search engine like Google, right? So you type something in, but, or you tell, you ask something and then the server mechanism goes, scanner goes on a search and it gives you the information once, um, once it finds it. So the information is not limited to personal experience and past learned facts, which is pretty insane. So you can give problem solving or idea getting tasks to your server mechanism, send it off on a search while you do other things, even while you sleep and have it return with useful material you didn't know you knew and might never have obtained through conscious, con uh, through conscious thought or worry. So let me give you an example. Um, have you ever worked on a problem or something um, and you just couldn't figure it out by conscious effort, by conscious will. And then you're like, okay, screw this. I'm going to do and do something else. And then you're like on a walk or you're, you're cooking and suddenly you're like, oh my God, I've got it. You had this epiphany. You had this mo moment where the light bulb went or goes off and it's like, oh, I know this is the idea. This is how I solve my problem, right? It's because you gave the problem solving to the server mechanism and it came back to you once it's got useful material. So you have to begin with a goal in mind and desire and think intensely about all angles of the problem because then your creative mechanism goes to work and the scanner goes to search. It also has access to information from the universal mind. Now this sounds a bit woo, -woo but let me explain. The universal mind is, uh, it means that 
every single mind on the earth is connected somehow and you, you have access to other information from anything really so einstein used imagination to feel like a proton moving at the speed of light and then he imagined himself being the proton that is chasing the first proton moving at the speed of light so which is pretty like when you think about it it's crazy and einstein was a big practitioner of imagination that's how he got his successes because he didn't rely on his conscious effort he sent his imagination servo mechanism off to get him with all the information so the psycho cybernetics um, enables you to conduct an accurate inventory and analysis of your self-image identify erroneous and restrictive program restrictive programming embedded in your self-image and systematically alter it to better suit your purposes you can use your imagination to reprogram and manage your self-image use your imagination in concert with your self-image to effectively communicate your server mechanism this is what, I, what we're talking about so that it acts as an automatic success mechanism moving you steadily towards your goals including getting back on course whenever you're confronted with obstacles so whenever you're confronted with a failure you made a mistake or anything um, it's actually something really good like the the society sees or a lot of people in a society see failure as something bad but without failure you don't know what doesn't work and your server mechanism can correct course because you're not making mistakes so you're not feeding enough data to the server mechanism so effectively use your server mechanism as something like a giant search engine to provide precisely the idea information or solution you need for any particular pur uh, purpose even reaching beyond your own stored data to obtain it and psychosybernetics is the commu communication system for effectively communicating with yourself. Every human being has been literally engineered for success by the creator. Every thought, belief that you are not meant for greater things must be an error, therefore. And think about limiting ideas about yourself that may be firmly held in your self-image that may be the cause of effects you no longer desire. And everybody has those limiting ideas mostly they come from our childhood um, from authorities that push those ideas onto us and we believed in it so the mental training exercise is to memorize the following basic principles by which our success uh, mechanism operates and it's you don't need to be a computer genius or a neurophysicist to operate your own server mechanism any more than you have to be able to engineer an automobile in order to drive one or become an electrical engineer in order to turn on the light in your room you just need to memorize the following points and they are the most important ones it's aim you must have a goal or target and it must be perceived of as already in existence now, either in actual or potential form. So you have to imagine yourself already in existence of your goals, whatever it is. 
and it operates either one by steering you to a goal already in existence or two by discovering something already in existence. Anyway, the second point is trust. The automatic mechanism is teleological, teleological. That is, it operates on or must be oriented to end results or goals. Do not be discouraged because the means might not be apparent. This happens to a lot. Uh, it happened to me a lot. This, it is the function of the automatic uh, mechanism to supply the means when you supply the goal. And you think, think in terms of end result and the means will often take care of themselves. So you don't have to consciously think about how will I do it, how will I do it, how will I do it all the time. Just let your automatic mechanism work. Then three, it's relaxed. Do not be afraid to make mistakes or of temporary failures. Our server mechanism achieve a goal by negative feedback or, or by going forward, making mistakes, immediately correcting the course. You see this in any guided missile, right? Four is learn and skill learning of any kind is accomplished by trial and error. That's just how our success mechanism, the server mechanism works, right? You get off course, it corrects the course, done. Five is do. You must learn to trust your creative mechanism to do its work and not jam it by becoming too concerned or too anxious as to whether it will work or not. Let it work and act as if it was there and it will come through. And I really love this quote here. Do the thing and you will have the power. So see your vision 10 to 15 minutes per day and you can collect pictures, describe your vision on a piece of paper that will help. Try and do this for 21 days and see the changes. You accelerate personal development and goal achievement by providing your automatic success mechanism with a clear, precisely detailed, vividly imagined and perfectly communicated target. That's why it's so important to use your imagination to think about your goal as already in existence and think about it vividly in as much detail as possible. As the target gets clearer, the automatic success mechanism responds by doing its job more efficiently, which is crazy. So essentially, we just have to learn how to communicate with our server mechanism and we have this huge machinery working for us, like kind of like you take all the supercomputers on Earth together and multiplied by a lot, <laughs> then you have our server mechanism. All right, so in chapter three, he talks about imagination, the ignition key to your automatic success mechanism. Anyway, um, if you have questions so far or anything is not clear, just drop the question below and let me know tag me in it and I will get back to you. So if, if this is making sense so far, then give me a one down in the comments. If it doesn't make sense, give me a two in the comments and I will get back to you. Um, all right. So let me know if this is helpful so far. Did you learn anything from this so far? I really curious to know. Anyway, let's move on. Chapter three, imagination, the ignition key to your medic automatic success mechanism. So imagination sets failure or success. We have already heard about this. And now he, he did something really cool. And it was, uh, it wasn't actually 
him that did this, but he um, researched it. So hypnotized objects being told to imagine certain things, for example, being at a North Pole, will react to it just as if it were real and they start shivering and freezing. And that is because your nervous system cannot tell the difference between an imagined experience or a real one. It acts according to what you think to be true. Really important, what you think to be true. So we react appropriate without thinking according to situations. We react automatically to the environment. And you react to the image of what your mind holds that things environments are like so let me give you a really really cool example that i've heard um, from sam ovens and it was um that they did an experiment so they had a hot piece of iron and there was a person standing there and they put the piece of iron closer to his back and then they asked him can you feel the, the heat? And he was like, yes. And I put it closer. Can you feel the heat? She said, yes. Then I put it uh, further away. Can you feel the heat? He said, yes. So then they told him, okay, we're going to push this on your back. And what they really did is they changed the hot iron for an ice cube. And then they pushed the ice cube onto his back. And now here's what happened. Instead of him freezing or shivering, he had blisters on his skin because he thought that they, will, they hit him with a hot iron. So his body reacted as if they did hit him with the hot iron, not with the ice cube, right? It's, it doesn't make sense. But you believe that the environment is like this and your body reacts just as if this is true. It's all about the imagination, which is so powerful. It's insane. So you need to challenge what you believe to be true. And discovering it is based on illusion and replace that truth with another truth. So you replace the things that are not true with the things that are true. Challenge your self-image. Not everything that you perceive to, to be your, like perceive yourself to be is true. Imagine your new self-image and your new reality occurs. So imagine yourself vividly as if you are your new self already and it will become reality. So realizing that our actions, feelings and behavior are the result of our own images and beliefs give, gives us the lever to change, right? So mental practice is as powerful as actual practice and he gave an example of a, um, three different groups and they were measured before that so it was about basketball and hitting hitting uh points so they were measured before and after this experiment the, the first group they were practicing um physically so they were actually throwing um balls right so the second group didn't do anything. The third group, they were practicing mentally in their imagination. So then the results were group number one got better by 24%. Group number two, nothing changed, 0%. Group number three 
they got better by 23%, which is crazy. So your mental practice is as powerful as the actual practice. So, and mental healing can be, can be done by projecting a healthy, healed version of yourself. So they did an experiment in a hospital with, and, and with some people, um, they asked them a question, like they gave them um, a questionnaire to fill out and they asked them to answer this questionnaire just as if they were healthy. And just by imagining themselves as healthy, they got healthy much quicker and they healed much quicker and better than any, anyone else, which was crazy. So you need to, like, if you're struggling with sales situations, then imagine yourself in sales situations, then solve them in your mind to improve sales until you know what you say and do. And you can prepare for every situation this way, just in your imagination, start going over. What if they have this, this objection, how can I counter it? And then you go into your imagination and train and train and train. Um, so you can use your imagination, um, imagination exercises to skyrocket your performance in whatever you want or need it, right? But you must have a clear mental picture of the end goal. Otherwise it won't work. So zero in on the result as if it was already true. And first you need to clearly see you need to clearly see it before it becomes reality because then your automatic success mechanism takes over and you really need to relax. This is a, like a big one. Don't try and do this everything with your conscious willpower. Relax and let, excuse me, let the servo mechanism, the success mechanism work. So, Effort and work will then take you to your goal. Like this is the important part. It's not only about imagination. You you still have to do the work, right? Otherwise, you you won't make failures and you won't get corrected on the course again. So, picture the perfect self you want to be for personality transformation, and you need to find the real self, right? The real you. You are unique. You are yourself. There's only one you on this whole planet. The, the creator wants to see you doing well. He didn't create you to fail your whole life. He wants you to succeed. That's why he installed this automatic success mechanism into you. So choose a target and use imagination practice. So here is a mental training exercise. And don't worry, guys, I've put this into a PDF that you will be able to download once I finish it. I'm almost done. It's, it's let's say it's 20% more to do. Once I finish this, I will upload it to the group so you can access it and use for yourself. So you don't need to write this all down. So the mental training exercise is to set aside 30 minutes a day where you can be alone and undisturbed. Then you need to relax and make yourself comfortable. So you close your eyes and exercise your imagination. And then, like I said, make, make the picture as vivid and detailed as possible. Pay attention to small details, sound, etc. So uh, let's say you imagine yourself at the beach. Then you think about how the sun hits your skin and you feel the warmth of the sun, what noises are around, you can hear the wind 
um, howling through the, the palms. It makes a sound, right? You can hear the, the waves crashing in and just make it as vivid as possible. See yourself acting and reacting appropriately, successful and ideally. So you have this idea of the new self image, right? How you want to be. For me, it was, I was shy before and I want to be more outgoing. So I imagine myself comfortable, confident in this type of presentations, right? What I'm doing, what am I doing here right now? I'm doing a presentation kind of. So, and tell yourself, I'm going to imagine myself acting like this now. And then imagine how you would feel when this would already be true, the things that you want in life. Imagine how you feel and make this feeling go through your body. You can like, literally when you, um, and what he tells you to do too, is to um, remember past successes. So when you had uh, success in the past, remember this success um, and have this feeling, then you have this feeling again, what, what this does is to feed your success mechanism again. So step one is to write out a brief outline of the movie you intend to construct and view it in a theater of the mind. So it's your imagination. He, he just calls this the theater of the mind. Step two is to set aside 30 minutes a day at the same time to practice. Step three is gradually massaging your movie in the first 10 days, how you want it to be. And then step four is to play and enjoy the movie repeatedly without change. So um, I'm going to stop right here. And tomorrow we're going to continue with chapter four. And let's see how, we, how far we get from there. So um, if you have any questions about this, please let me know. Drop a comment below. If you're watching this live, drop a hashtag live. If you're watching this on the replay, drop a hashtag replay. If you have any questions, let me know. And if you got value from this, drop a hashtag value. And I will catch you on tomorrow's live. Have a great one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Affiliate Marketing Secrets podcast with your host, Pascal. If you love the Affiliate Marketing Secrets podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review. Until next time.